What is going on, Yankee fans? Yes, the news is in. Baseball is back. Absolutely the best news that we've heard since December 2nd when the lockout was put into place. We now have baseball. It is back. The free agency freeze, the the transaction freeze has been lifted. We are now going to see an absolute free agent frenzy going down across Major League Baseball. But most importantly here for this conversation is the New York Yankees. Now, uh, I'm recording this a little after midnight on March the 11th, the same day that this podcast comes out. And um, to this point, nothing has gone down. So the, the frenzy hasn't gone exactly as quickly as we were hoping for as baseball fans. But you know, nonetheless, we are going to have an opportunity to have baseball in 2022. Over on uh, my YouTube channel, the Baseball Banter Broadcast, I have a full-length video uh, discussing five aspects of the new collective bargaining agreement that I, I love, that I, I think are very good for the sport. On the Baseball Banter Broadcast podcast, I discuss two more elements of the the CBA that I think are very good for the sport. So uh, make sure you check out both the podcasts on all your favorite podcast listening platforms, you know, Spotify here on Apple podcast as well. Um, And check out our YouTube channel, Uh, subscribe to all of them. Uh, It does a huge service for us. We're trying to continue growing our community here. And um, most notably for this particular podcast, we are obviously I spent a lot of time the last couple of weeks discussing, you know, Freddie Freeman, Carlos Correa, Matt Olson, you know, what could be done by the New York Yankees. Now, depending on what circles you are uh, frequenting during the the Yankee Twitterverse, there's a, a lot of conversation back and forth whether or not the Yankees will go after a big name free agent like a Carlos Correa or Trevor Story or whether they're going to go stopgap with a guy like Angelton Simmons uh, and hold off for an Anthony Volpe or Oswald Peraza uh, in 2023. So, you know, I spent a lot of time discussing uh, Carlos Correa and and why I think he's so important to the New York Yankees. I I spent time, you know, discussing Freddie Freeman. So what I want to look at today is the New York Yankees' opportunities in terms of pitching. I think that when we look at the Yankees' pitching roster going into this new 2022 season, there are some questions. There's some big questions, uh, you know, most notably, and for every team, really, health is the biggest question. Um, you know, behind Garrett Cole, who do we have? What do we have? You know, how much can we truly count on Luis Severino? How much can we truly count on Jameson Tyone? You know, what are we going to get from these two guys, you know, coming back, dealing with injuries and things of that nature? You know, when it comes to Monty, when it comes to to Gumby, what exactly can we expect from him on a, on a you know, weekend, a, a game in and game out basis? There's a, a lot of questions behind Garrett Cole, you know, and while the Yankees bullpen kind of seems for the most part together, you know, are there pieces on the free agent market? Are there pieces you know, available via trade that can truly add to this team. There's a lot of conversation that the Yankees, you know, may be reaching out to the Oakland A's, whether it be for Olsen or, you know, somebody else. 
Um, I think that there's, you know, three starting pitchers out there in Oakland that could potentially be available. You know, Frankie Montas, uh, Chris Bassett, and Sean Manaya are all viable starters. You know, the, these are guys that are going to be quality guys to to put in the Yankee rotation behind, you know, guys like Cole and Severino. Um, you know, if you, you bring in a guy like Sean Manaya, let's say you put him as your number two behind Garrett Cole, this is this a solid one-two punch. And now when you fill out the rest of the rotation with a Severino, with a Jameson Tyone, with a Jordan Montgomery, you know, not to mention Nestor Cortez that has an absolute rabid fan base right now on the Yankee Twitterverse. You know, when you have these guys now on, you know, in the rotation, not to mention all the depth that we have in the bullpen, now you're looking at a real serious threat in terms of a starting rotation. So, you know, I think that it's important for New York to not just look at, you know, the the potential free agent market or or the trade market solely. Um, I think sometimes we as Yankee fans get a little bit too caught up in one way or another and that there's only one way to get this team better. Ultimately, championship number 28 is the the most important and critical factor. It's the most crucial factor um, going into this new 2022 season. You know, and I think that the changes to the CBA have truly, you know, given the Yankees all of the opportunity in the world. Um, you know, we would see in 2021, the Yankees kind of pressed themselves right up against that that luxury tax limit, that salary cap um, at, at $210 million. Now it's up to $230 million. And I think that, you know, once you go past that, then you get to the $250 million mark. That's where you really pay a penalty. But New York is is under that right now, you know, and, and depending on reports where you're, you're looking at online, um, you know, speculation has the Yankees salary right now um, speculated with arbitration cases at, at around 228, which wouldn't seem to give them much room. Um, but again, those arbitration cases are not absolutely set in stone if the Yankees can come to agreements with their guys that, that would put it less than those cases. And, and reality, the New York Yankees have plenty of money to be able to go over the $230 million tax. You know, they can push up well over that $250 million tax. The fact that the San Diego Padres in 2021 had a bigger payroll than the New York Yankees is absolutely disgusting. So, you know, period, point blank, it, it's absolutely necessary for the Yankees to go out and, and spend money and bring in top guys, whether it be via trade or free agency, to to truly help this team get back to where we belong. Because it's not even just the postseason. Yes, the Yankees are in the postseason hunt year in and year out. That's amazing. That's a very good thing. And most teams, most franchises, most fans of most other franchises would absolutely be enthralled with that. They would love that. But we're a fan base that's a bit more rabid than that. We're a fan base that requires a bit more than that. So it's important that the New York Yankees ownership group and their front office understands what is expected, what we're looking for. And what we're looking for is World Series Championship number 28. And whatever has to be done to make that happen is the things that have to get done this offseason, that this this free agent frenzy that is going to happen, quote unquote, 
you know, as again, at the time of this recording, nothing has happened. But I think that by the reporting deadline, the the reporting date of March 13th, which is Sunday, uh, I think we're going to see some big things go down. I think the next 48 hours are going to be absolutely insane and to a level that we've never seen in baseball. Um, I, I think the Yankees are going to do something drastic. Um, I think that we're going to see something serious go down for them, um, whether that is going after and, and signing Freddie Freeman, whether it's Carlos Correa, whether it's Trevor Story. Um, you know, I think the Yankees are understanding where they are right now, understanding that this new CBA absolutely affords them the opportunity to kind of go after things. Um, I also think that for the Yankees, realizing that it's been 12 long years since we've been in the World Series is absolutely an eternity for Yankee fans and for the organization that is by far the greatest franchise in sports history. The Yankees need to really solidify themselves in a big way. They need to be able to to, to put themselves in a position to maximize their talent, to maximize the output from their talent, and I think that the best way to do that is honestly to add. You know, we've had these conversations over the last couple of weeks uh, about certain key free agents who I think would absolutely, you know, boost this New York Yankee team to a, a whole nother level. Um, you know, obviously, I'm a very big fan of Carlos Correa. Um, I spent a couple of weeks ago a, a very long time discussing the fact that his attitude, his passion for the game, his, you know, abrasiveness kind of, you know, his ability to rub people the wrong way and kind of be baseball's adversary is exactly what the Yankees need. Um, and I think that when you look at Correa on the Yankees, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, it instantly makes the Yankees the bad guys of baseball again. And when the Yankees are the bad guys of baseball, that's when they're at their best. You know, there, there's no doubt about it that the the best version of the New York Yankees is when the baseball world hates them. You know, there, there's no other way to put it. There's no better way to put it. When the Yankees are at their most evil is when they're at their best. And the only way to really do that is to have baseball's villain. You know, when, when you look at the way that the Yankees have kind of been perceived over the last several years is they're, they're you know... Uh, a friendly team. They're a friendly group and, and that's fine. And well, you know, the sport isn't what it was back when Pedro Martinez was throwing down Don Zimmer. You know, it, it wasn't what it was when Roger Clemens was throwing half broken pieces of bat at Mike Piazza. But at the same point, you know, when you're kind of looked at and, and overlooked as a world series threat, like obviously, Oh yeah, the Yankees will make the postseason, but, They'll get knocked out in the first round. Doesn't matter who they play. They can't get past their own division rivals, their own division opponents. Seems how we got knocked out, you know, by the Red Sox and, and, and the Rays over the last couple of seasons. So I think that it's it's important for the Yankees front office, their their ownership group to understand where the fan base is right now. And we're we're back at a point where I, I don't think that while Yankee Universe hasn't really left there, um, the 
the kind of urgency to be in this kind of mindset has kind of, you know, faded a bit, but it's just like the boss's mantra. It's world series or bust, you know, and it's win the world series or bust. So let me clarify that, you know, cause when the Yankees don't win the world series, not, not a single Yankee fan is happy about that. They're not okay with just making the postseason. It means nothing to us. We do that in our sleep. You know, the the idea is to win the World Series. That's what matters. Anything less is an absolute failure of a season. An abject failure. There, there's no question around it. There's no difference whether making the postseason or not making the postseason. Because if you don't win the World Series, it doesn't matter. So I, I think that for New York, there's an opportunity to to go after some different players um, that have maybe not been mentioned thus far that I probably should have been discussing all, all this time uh, in, in terms of boosting that rotation. Like I said, I think that there's some opportunities with the Oakland A's where the Yankees could, could make some differences on their roster in a big way. Um, now, the conversation has been that Oakland is kind of being a little ridiculous with their with their asks. Um, but obviously, you know, that's, that's what Oakland does. They, they ask for, you know, the moon and five other planets to, to get some of their, their guys from certain teams, you know, and and we happen to be one of them. And I think that, you know, knowing that the Yankees farm system is as good as it is, is one of those reasons that Oakland is asking for so much in return. Um, but it's also that their players are talented players and there's, absolutely an opportunity to to really boost and bolster the Yankees roster as a whole by bringing in some of these Oakland A guys that are going to be available like there's no doubt about it in my mind that Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Chris Bassett, you know, Frankie Montas, uh, Sean Manaya, they're all available. I, I don't think there's a single player on that A's roster that is not available. So, you know, and whether the Yankees are the, the team that ultimately acquires any of these guys or somebody else, I think they're going on the move. And I think that for New York, it's important that we see some some action, we see some movement, because the, the next thing that's going to happen on, on the Twitterverse, um, on Yankee Twitterverse, is now we're going to start infighting because now that we don't have a common enemy in Rob Manfred and getting a CBA done, the, the next thing is now we start nitpicking over who makes this roster, who gets on the roster, and and when the Yankees go out and get a stopgap shortstop instead of Carlos Carrera, Trevor Story, then we start looking at Brian Cashman and, and Hal Steinbrenner. So uh, I think that where we are right now is on a, a very precarious position. We're in a, a very good position to be in um, with the CBA going up. Because the Yankees can now go out and get a, a top flight free agent. We can go out now and get a couple of free agents to help put this team over the limit. Because, you know, we, we discussed it last week and, and what the, the lineup could look like. But could you imagine a, a one through five, one through six of, of DJ LeMayhew, Freddie Freeman, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, Joey Gallo? Like, I mean... Any combination therein is absolutely an insane lineup. 
you know, and then if we can get a bounce back season now with, with the shift being banned from Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres, you know, if we can get a healthy Aaron Hicks, this lineup is absolutely stacked beyond belief. But again, it requires going out and spending some money and getting some very talented players to add to this team, to add an edge back to this team. So, you know, what the Yankees do, I, I will definitely keep you guys updated on and aware of. Again, follow me on Twitter, jlaracuente19. Head over to the Baseball Banter broadcast on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. And, uh, you know, we're we're there. And we're going to be bringing you all the coverage that we can on all of these particular issues. So uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me. Uh, right now, we're going to have a promo code up on BaseballBanterBroadcast.com. MLB is back. It will be up until Monday the 14th. So head over to BaseballBanterBroadcast.com. Use the promo code MLB is back to save 10% off your order on the merchandise shop. So I want to thank you guys. Keep it locked into the entire, uh, you know, library of me, the uh, Baseball Banter Broadcast Library. By subscribing to the YouTube channel, follow me on Twitter, and make sure you keep it with a five-star rating review here on your favorite podcast listening platform for the Pinstripe Plunge Report, as well as the Baseball Banter Broadcast Podcast. So I want to thank you guys for joining me, and I will catch you guys next week with more Yankee news. So as always, let's go Yankees. Yankees.